You always do this. I can't believe you did this again. Do these questions sound familiar? On this episode, we're going to look at family fights. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey everyone, welcome to Inverse. We're going to change it, change it up a bit. I'm going to ask you guys straight off the bat. We've been looking at a lot of topics this season, right from your memories, and I know you're unprepared for this. What do you remember <laughs> from this season? That we've, what, what topics we talked about on families? What, what do we talk about families on? <laughs> yeah. Like parenting? Parenting, yes. Mm. I mean, we talked about singleness. I like singleness, yeah. you like the one on singleness? Preparation for marriage, marriage. We talked about sexuality. Abrasion of marriage? No. Preparation. Preparation. Okay, I forgot the, I didn't hear the pre. Yeah. That's very important. Yes. Well, I mean, Anything else? What do you remember from, from this? That Jesus is still the answer. Jesus is, is still the answer. That's right. Jesus knows. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's, that's a cue. We need to have a word of prayer, and we'll get into the topic of family fights. So this is a kind of a sensitive topic, yeah? Absolutely. And we want to just let you guys know out there that we are not from perfect families. Nope. We, have, we don't have perfect families, and we are probably guilty of a lot of the things that, that, that all human beings are, are guilty of. And we are in this quest to find together what the Bible has to say and how our families can benefit from the Lord's blessing. So uh, prayer. Kelly. Yes. Let's do it. All right. (laughs) Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for your love and thank you that you desire to enter into even the um, less beautiful aspects of our experience. And I pray that as we discuss that you'd guide us by your Holy Spirit and you lead us to practical and Christ-centered truths. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Starting verses in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. And Siku, can you read that for us? Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 26. It says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Read verse 27 as well. Okay. No give place to the devil. Mm. No. <laughs> That's kind of a... It's, it's, yeah, it's a Very good Paul. phrase to put in there. Um, Jonathan, yes. what's going on? And set us up for our discussion on fights and families and... and the pressure. Uh, this week it's called <laughs> Little Times of Trouble. Not the big time of trouble, mm-hmm. Little Times of Trouble. Well, here in Ephesians, there's a couple of things to keep in mind. Uh, this section, this ver- these two verses we just read, are embedded in, uh, in an admonition of Paul to, to not live like you used to live. Okay, mm-hmm. Now it's time to follow the Spirit's leading in your life. Mm-hmm. You were created for righteousness, holiness. Therefore, put away away lying in verse 25 and then in you know, 26 mm-hmm. he goes into, Be angry. And do not sin, which is actually a quote from the Old Testament, mm-hmm. uh, where he, Psalm 4, verse 4 says the same thing. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, so when we talk about anger, uh, that is something that I believe all of us have experienced. Mm-hmm. And the Bible acknowledges that, that reality, that there are moments when we get angry. Why do we get angry? Mm-hmm. Uh, something is upsetting us. Something is interfering with our values, uh, our, our perception of things. And so it upsets us. But it says here, do not sin and don't let the sun go down on your wrath and don't give a place to the devil. <laughs> um, so there seems to be two kinds of anger? ways of dealing with anger. Or yeah. you, you have anger, but then there seems to be like, hey, you know, anger is natural. It is a reaction to something that disturbs you. But don't let it continue till the sun sets. Let's spend some time talking about anger. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong to be angry to, to begin with? So no. You, 
It's not wrong to be angry. Okay. Like, like you're talking about, ang anger is, is an emotional reaction to, and it's usually your perception of what is just or mm -hmm. unjust. Okay. And so it, it comes from your framework, uh, your, your, your morality, and so it's, it's a visceral reaction to mm -hmm. what you perceive to not be going the right way. And right. that actually is a good thing. Because if you if nothing angers you, then you have no standards. Mm. You, there's nothing that could that could ever go wrong, you know. But but when if, you if you don't get angry, then there's no standards. You that, have no standards. You have to, yeah. That is that is profound mm -hmm. because God gets angry mm -hmm. and not in the, and we, and we got to be very careful. We right. can't attribute human uh, anger uh, experiences to God, but mm -hmm. there is a, a visceral reaction to, to these things. And it shows that it can lead to a decision. So be angry, okay, and do not sin. So that means mm -hmm. you have a choice on whether or not your anger leads to sin or not. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we feel like it's, well, if I'm angry, then it's just a matter of time, then I sin. Or just when I'm angry, I have to express it this way. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says it's not true. You can be angry. What is and the difference that? between righteous indignation? That's a, that's a term that many people righteous throw around. Anger. What, is, what is righteous right. indignation? Righteous anger? Mm -hmm. Indigestion? Like what is what is that? <laughs> well, I think uh, it kind of goes back to what Ezekiel was saying. It's you know, anger is. Uh, I, I missed what happened there. He said indigestion. Oh, all right, <laughs> talking about righteous. Indigestion. You get angry when you have indigestion. I mean, the car does make me angry. Okay, well, okay. Back to the topic. Um, so as we anger comes with comparison to, to a set of values. Yeah. So w righteous anger, so it depends on who, what do you define as righteousness. Mm -hmm. Is it my personal standards or is it, uh, you know, the immovable standards that God has? Mm -hmm. So anything that interferes or anything that, so to say, upsets God's standards mm -hmm. is righteous anger. Mm -hmm. I even think about things that made Jesus angry and things that didn't make Jesus mm. angry. Okay. Right? So I think of the time where people were saying, like, well, you're an illegitimate child. And, you know, who's, we know who our father is. Who's your father? Mm. And Jesus, no reaction. <laughs> Doesn't get under skin. Yeah. Versus other people. It was a personal attack and he didn't. Yeah, it's just like, and I don't have okay. time for this. Mm -hmm. um, but instead, when he sees people defiling the temple of God, that gets Jesus angry. Mm. And so it's like, man, so it's not just, oh, if I'm personal personally attacked and because Jesus was personally attacked and they had no right to say that it was disrespectful mm -hmm. but that wasn't enough to bring out righteous indignation mm -hmm. because that wasn't his focus so could we modify uh, that verse verse 26 be angry but you can only be angry when it's for other things and not for yourself Mm. Well, I and I don't know if I, everyone agrees with this, but I think emotions in of themselves are amoral. Okay. Like I don't think they have moral yes. attributes. Yeah. So you can be angry, and that doesn't mean you're good or bad. It just means you're experiencing emotion. Yeah. But then what you do based on that, that's when it starts becoming a moral situation. Oh, okay. And that's probably when it mentions and sin and, not. And just don't give room for the devil. What is an example where you do get angry and a sin results as 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 a result and, and giving place? What 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 is that? What is that? Well, I can give examples from my childhood. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Confession time here. Sure, I, kept, at, I, at sure that I love my brother Ben. I love him very much, and he's, we're very good friends now. But back in the day, we were not. I mean, the smallest thing, like I'm writing with a pencil, and he's like, "I want your pencil." And he takes my pencil, and I now want to end his life. That's not moral. Wow. That's yeah. not yeah. good. End his life. <laughs> really? I mean, the new side of you. I was a very <laughs> violent child. My pen. <laughs> it's my, my pen. pen. But it was just because my brother took it, and I was mad at my brother. Yeah. So, but the point is, like, he just took my pen or pencil. So I can be angry, like I don't like that, but I could be like, "Hey, that wasn't nice. Can you please give it back?" Mm. That's a good response. Or like, I'm gonna take all your stuff now. Mm -hmm. That's that's the sinning, giving room to the devil part. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I? Oh, go okay. ahead. I was gonna say that I think the what you're saying about the the feeling, the emotion itself, is not necessarily the wrong part. Mm -hmm. um, but not just how you deal with it, but even how you reflect on it. Mm. So yeah, realizing that 
you know, why am I angry about this? Mm -hmm. Am I angry because yeah. I was just personally attacked and it's my pride that's mm -hmm. been hurt? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or do I have a, is there a good reason for me to be angry about this? It, can something good come out of this on top of it? Like, can I actually help the other person? Because sometimes, mm -hmm. yes, it's my pride that was hurt. Mm -hmm. And if I can go to Jesus and surrender that to him and then come back and think, okay, now this says something about the other person that would attack me personally, right? Mm -hmm. How do I respond in a way that will actually help them mm -hmm. in their walk with Christ? Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, so so taking the focus off of myself and using that emo emotive response as a reflective moment. Mm -hmm. Opportunity, but, yes. Yeah, you know, so I think that in, in a situation where, you know, you get angry, there could be a, an element of, hey, I'm not realizing why I'm angry. So, for example, I remember it as a child, so confession time. Um, <laughs> much I, I would so much want to, to hang out with my brother. Yes. You know, he's six years older, and I remember his friend was there, and he wanted to be with his friend, you know. But I wanted you know, be part of that. I, I longed for connection with my brother in that moment. I really wanted to be with him, and he was just, I mean, he held the door, shut the door. I was not allowed in. And I would get <laughs> angry and sad, and I would, you know, I mean, you know, there were reasons why he didn't want me there. There were reasons. There were good reasons. But for me, I didn't realize that my act the thing that I actually, you know, I'm angry, but I actually just want to have love, you know? Yeah. So I didn't know how to deal with that, and so I would get angry. I think we have to understand that sometimes we are angry out of reasons that are, you know, if we would confess what's really going on, we would have to make ourselves very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, it's not that I'm just like an angry person. I just, I want love, but I don't get it. So this is my reaction. Yeah, I think that's so true. I don't think anger is always a cover emotion, but I do think it's more often than we think it is. Because mm -hmm. it feels more powerful to feel angry than hurt or scared or uncomfortable. It's an emotion. Yeah. It's so complex. It's yeah. coming in and out. It's covering. It's going in and out. And it's just, it's unexpected. It's an emotion. How, how can logic contend with emotion? Because emotion is what it is. Anyway, let's go to the, the, the next part there. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Can you explain a little bit more? Is that a time element? Is that a metaphysical thing with the soul system or the sun going down what what is talking what what is the bible talking about the thing that Probably jumps out to me my yeah i am i had to stop okay so <laughs> getting angry <laughs> my life don't kill it don't kill it <laughs> that is my go-to that is my go-to <laughs> um i think it shows the that if you are angry to not hold a grudge so huh. the difference between experiencing anger and, as Siku said, like reflecting on it, holding on to it, and saying, like, well, I'm going to be mad at you. And it's happened to me, too, you know, as I've gone past my violent tendencies and I've gotten older and mature. Uh, sometimes, like, well, I'm trying to talk to this person. And I'll just wait till they talk to me. But it's like that, that's still holding a grudge. If, if there is an issue, talk to them about it and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And even if for some reason they are immovable and they won't have a conversation, I can still choose to forgive them and let go of my anger and let mm -hmm. Jesus take it from me. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is just like experience anger, but don't like stay with it. Don't mm -hmm. let the sun go down on that experience. There seems to be also a neurological component. I always come back to the neurology of things <laughs> is that once you you hold this grudge and you kind of put it you hold on to that and you go to sleep and your brain has pro it's almost as if this you've absorbed it during your sleep and I it's become a part hit. of you mm -hmm. and then you wake up and you're still you're it's now Tense. unresolved and it's it's part of your being. Mm. Whereas if it's resolved before you go to bed, and it, it's just really something you've experienced bad. and you just kind of let go for the day. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a, a slow change that can happen. Bitterness can be very dangerous Absolutely. to human care. Can I just bring a practical Secret. element? I think yeah. um, there are people process differently. And, and on this not letting the sun go down on your anger, I think just being a little bit careful about making a very, very, very practical, I mean, 
literal application of it because there's some people who it takes time for them to process even to think through what they're yeah. feeling like to think through what what their reaction is and and before they can even address it with a person who has angered them or whatever mm-hmm. and and i think that's okay to allow that time and sometimes mm-hmm. it's necessary to sleep on it and and process but i think the core thing is not to hold on to anger yeah. not holding on to it and it becomes your best friend and like mm. it's like my, my pressure yeah. <laughs> but, but because because of the reality if you hold on to it you're really just saying i'm not going to change anything about my opinions or what i am i'm keeping my standards so to say to myself but if my standards don't align with god's standards then this is not a good thing it's mm. a prideful thing mm. so don't let you know don't let the sun go down on it think about it uh, reflect process upon it. it, process it. Maybe what your reaction was totally off, mm-hmm. and there there needs to be an uh, opportunity for you to go and make things right, right. with the mm-hmm. person. You. With yeah. We spent time looking at this verse in Ephesians about anger and about the sun and the metaphysical components of anger and, and all these things. But now we're going to apply them to the family and what happens in the internal, smaller dynamics. We'll talk about that when we come back. Has inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Hey, welcome back. We are talking about anger management issues and what the Bible has to say. Uh, we've, we've, we've really looked at anger from every perspective. But I want to ask you an open question. Uh, is it, isn't it easier to get into, into anger situations with family? Absolutely. Why? Why is that? Because Why? they know how to so push well. Oh, man, we're getting a lot of reactions right now. A lot of reactions. So with a stranger, they don't know how to push the buttons, yeah. but, like, Ben has grown up with you and knows ben. exactly He knows how to anger when me with such a facial expression. Oh, and that facial expression. He just looks at me wrong, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. Well, I don't have siblings, so I don't know. This is a foreign concept oh, to me. So well, explain this to me, they John. Don't, they don't, I don't know if I can explain it to you, but they know how to push the buttons, but at the same time, uh, you, you know, in society, if you're in public, you know, you don't want people to think bad about you, so you're kind of, you're scared of what perception people will have. Yes. Family always kind of stays family, like, they, they cannot suddenly choose not to be your brother or sister anymore. Yes. I guess some people do that, but you, technically you can. So, <laughs> they have to live with it, and so there's less guarding, restraint, uh, less social pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now you're just, okay, you know, I'm just going to let it loose. It's like yeah. you already know anyways. You've known right. since you were born. Yeah. You've both known, so. And not just siblings. I mean, it could be parents. Mm-hmm. It could be grandparents. Cousins. Um, in-laws, uh, depending on how I think you... in the same way that I've, you know, about marriage, of it's, it can be the greatest blessing because it's so close, but it can also be the greatest curse because it's so close. Yeah. And that can be just even non-romantic parts of family, like yes. with my parents or siblings. Mm-hmm. It can be the most beautiful relationship because, like, you really know me and you really stick by me but can also be awful because you know insults coming from my brother ben that cuts deeper than anything anybody else could say he said like oh you're a bad sister or like you're whatever like Mm. that hurts because like you know me so i can actually listen to you because you have the authority to say Mm -hmm. that over my life Mm -hmm. as they say it's heaven on earth or he double hockey stick on on earth (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. so what are some bible verses give us some there's 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 people out there or maybe there you are we are around this table and we're pretending to be perfect and uh (laughs) and have no problems but give us some bible verses give them some what's bible knowledge what can we say to people who have issues with mom dad brother and sister son daughter 
Uh, I'm going to keep, keep on going. going until you guys say something. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes is where we're going to go. Dustin was running out of air. Ecclesiastes. I was going to go to the in-laws and uh, <laughs> start listing. Yeah. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes what? Ecclesiastes. Seven, verse nine. Seven. Seven. Verse nine. nine. Okay. Nine. I'm ready. Yeah. Siku? It says, do not hasten in your spirit to be angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. <laughs> and I appreciate mm. the the... It's saying take time to think about the way that you are reacting, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And I think what Kelly was saying about, you know, with family and people who are close to you, people that you've allowed into your life, it's easy to just, you know, gut reaction or whatever is the mm-hmm. visceral reaction. But what this is calling for is for a time of reflection. Mm. And it reminds me of in First Corinthians 13 when it talks about what love looks like. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, you know, you think love and anger, the more you love, the more... The, the more you can be angry at the hurt, mm-hmm. right? Um, but even when it talks about love, like love is actually something that you are intentional about. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's an intentionality in our relationships to how I react to the way that I'm being treated or how that I treat other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another aspect is in uh, James 1. James 1. Verses 19 and 20. Yes. I love James and his practicality. Mm-hmm. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm. And, I mean, just, yeah, just be very quick to listen and not quick to speak and not quick to be angry. And then in verse 20, like, I should have been like, duh, but like the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Sometimes we can trick ourselves into thinking we have righteous indignation. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they were being bad, therefore this is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, this is the wrath of man. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I find it's kind of interesting because you mentioned earlier Jesus Mm-hmm. who did not get angry when they were, like, making fun of his family and his background and yeah. misstating what really happened. Right. Uh, but then when the temple happened, the temple cleansing, um, he, he did get angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had every right to get angry the first time. He did. But he chose not to. For him, it was not so important. He, like he himself, it was the Father. Mm-hmm. Everything was about the Father. Mm-hmm. I think this is kind of interesting that he chose, you know, very yeah. intentional. This is where I'm going to react. I don't know if we as human, as broken human beings mm-hmm. are able to do that kind of thing but it's i just found it very really yeah i think that brings a good point too about we can even we can choose those times even when we have the right you know, we, paul says we lay down our rights for the gospel and thinking about will me reacting this way further god's cause or not mm-hmm. and sometimes there are cases to even if it's not about the temple of defending other people or defending truths mm-hmm. um but sometimes oh, something i try to implement with my students is if they do upset me and they do deserve punishment i'll just say we'll talk about this later mm-hmm. even if I have, a, I have a very colorful description of what I want to happen to them, it's just like, <laughs> we'll talk about this later because I want to reflect and think about it and make mm-hmm. sure it's it's not reactionary, even yes. if I'm right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm doing what's best for them and not just something that I'm reacting yeah. against. I want to establish, I mean, these are, these are good verses, but uh, it could be that we study the same Bible, read the same verses, mm-hmm. and some people will, will read uh, James chapter 1, verse 19, and says, be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, mm-hmm. and then say, okay, well, I'll do that. And, and they do it, and nothing happens. Or they do it, and still they have anger issues. And so, uh, just from a different perspective, that these these Bible verses are not uh, these are not 
it's not advice for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is we 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 are not to follow uh, follow me. We're not to follow these words just because they say them. And what I'm saying is, we can almost have a legalistic perspective on some of these Bible verses. Like, oh, the Bible said it. Well, I gotta, I just gotta try harder. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's the impossibility. Right. Of I the can't fact. do that. I That's can't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we come to the Lord on our knees and saying, mm-hmm. Look, I can't do this. Yeah. I've tried. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But this is not advice for me to do. This is what you promised that you can do in me. So, right. so I'm looking forward to for, for you to do this mm-hmm. yeah. and leaning on that. And it, uh, what I found on my uh, from my experience is, is not trying harder, but to focus on my relationship with Jesus more. And I know that sounds cliche, mm-hmm. but, but, but what you said about um, they called him an illeg- illegitimate child, but he was like, Meh. you know, he was just yeah, so cool about it. <laughs> like to dwell on that story, mm-hmm. to yeah. think and to memorize those verses and and then to replay that narrative mm-hmm. while I'm going when other people are calling me for chinking wonky wonky whatever it is you know <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm oh, reflecting gosh. on that and the cool thing is this is like the cool thing is is the more I hang out with Callie mm-hmm. I become like Callie Mm-hmm. Jesus knows. The more I, <laughs> Jesus knows. Jesus knows. Amen. Yeah, amen. Amen. Uh, the more I hang out with Siku, I become like yeah. Siku. The more I hang out with Jonathan, I'm becoming like Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but the more we hang out with Jesus, Jesus is also a person. Mm-hmm. And the more I hang out with Jesus, mm-hmm. I become like. I think that's the transformative secret. Yeah. Even though we're reading the same Bible, we're going yeah. to the same church, we have the same, you know, da 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 da. That, that shift mm-hmm. just makes all the difference. Yeah. I think this is just a beautiful point because even even if we're trying in our day-to-day lives to, to shield ourselves from bad influences, mm. we still, as we are sinners, we interact with sinners. And so we have to counteract that by saturating our minds or, as I've heard you say, burn our eyes on Jesus. Mm. And so we might say, like, oh, I, you know, I talked to Jesus. I got that thought. All right, cool, moving on. But we are inundated by sin all day long right. that we have to make even more effort, more effort to... To saturate. That's right. That's I think, right. And I'm thinking too, like, practically, um, you know, in situations where, you know, my kids are, I've said this so many times. I want you to and, Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I know, I know you're just a child, but I know you're doing this intentionally. And sometimes it's, it's really just to push your button because they do it and then they look at you. Like, yes. what's your reaction going to be? Do it now. Yeah. yeah. Do and the it, thing. <laughs> and, you Anyone know. with little children knows exactly what Siku is, <laughs> right. is, is, is or, or talking high school about. Students. You know, and, and in that moment, like, sometimes, especially if you ever had a long week or a long... And you're just, your brain is fried. Yes. You know, you're just exhausted. Yes. Self-control gets hard, yes. you know. And in those moments, like coming to God, like in a very real way, you know, my kid just is driving me nuts. Like, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. And, and there have been times where with my son, like he just made me upset. I'll be like, okay, stand here. And I pray and I pray for myself. And he's standing there looking at me like, uh, <laughs> mommy. Yeah, mama. You- mommy needs a <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it, it kind of breaks yeah. down to what you were saying earlier. It's humility. It's recognizing uh, and the more I look at Jesus, I recognize the, you know, the more I'm, how broken I am. Mm-hmm. And if, I, if I'm aware of that, mm-hmm. then, then I will think in the moments where I get angry or upset about something and it might not be holy wrath, you know, it might not be a righteous anger, I'll realize, okay, you know, even though I really want to be like, I just burst sure. out right now, I know that is a sinful reaction in, in, in this case. And so that's when I go on my knees and say, 
Jesus, take the wheel, you know, take <laughs> over, Amen. take over that Jonathan situation. singing some country songs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. okay. It's a good message. We support you. But it is, it is that act of surrender and in in, in an act of humility in the light of the fact that I am a broken individual and yeah. I need my Savior. Mm-hmm. And I know I've said this, I just want to harp on this again of it's not just in the morning or in the evening, but like in the very experience, Jesus, right now, I'm being pushed beyond capacity. Please help me right yes. now. And I think I used to just think like, well, if I didn't get my battery charged in the morning, we have to wait till tomorrow. Right. <laughs> but right. we can always call upon the name of Jesus. Yeah. And just like, I don't feel your promise. Please come through for me right now. Yeah. Plus, plus, I'm thinking about, you know, in terms of meditating on, on Christ, the way that God reacts when mm-hmm. he could get angry and just, ah, you know. Yeah. But the way that God reacts in the face of, I guess, the, the worst thing would be sin. Right? How, right. how do, when, when sin is introduced into the universe, is introduced into the world, how he reacts is not like, rah, fire and brimstone. I mean, we're still here. Yeah. Right? And yeah. we're sinners. Even though we deserve a lot right. worse. And, and <laughs> we often place uh, human image upon God. We do. So that God does get angry. It's mentioned in scripture, but we think, what is the worst human anger I've seen? It must be that. And that must be what God mm-hmm. looks like. And it, that's, that's clearly not mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. We also want to establish that there are situations where there are just emergency abuse, crazy situations. Mm-hmm. And what we've talked about is not to enable further abuse and conflict sometimes there are moments you just got to pull out get out and run away Absolutely. so uh we're not these are these aren't universal you know glib answers mm-hmm. but the but for the general population that is just you know getting annoyed with your husband or your children mm-hmm. like siku does uh or, or me or any one of us uh we need the lord jesus to help us That's every right. day mm-hmm. this has yeah. been a very very personal uh uh uh, blah, uh, so <laughs> sermon for me. Yeah. I, I, I pricked. I, may, I have anger issues, but we need the Lord Jesus. And so, mm-hmm. hopefully, you've been blessed by this conversation. If you have been reading the same Bible, the same Bible promises as we have, it's not about just following what the Bible has to say. The Bible is giving us the end picture of what we can become by His grace. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. thing that we need to do is get on our knees and plead with the Lord Jesus for the Holy Spirit. And in His goodness, won't He give us the Holy Spirit? Take time now to pray after this, this, uh, this episode and ask the Lord Jesus, Lord, I give my family to you. I give mm-hmm. my anger to you. I give my character to you. Save me and my family. That's my prayer. It's a prayer for my, my, my friends here. Hopefully it's yours. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, next episode, here on Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag InverseBible. Until next time, This is Inverse.